0: Hello and welcome to The Travel Project Podcast. I'm Matt.
1: And I'm Katie.
2: And we're going to Switzerland.
1: Woo!
2: (laughs) (laughs) The Travel Project, hosted by your travel guides, Matt and Katie Coyle. Taking you on a journey to some of the hottest holiday destinations. Giving you the ultimate travel tips and the latest news and deals. While you sit back and relax. Thanks to NIB, travel insurance to help you on your way.
0: We're off to Switzerland today. Switzerland has a place in my heart. I was lucky enough to spend a year abroad as an exchange student in Switzerland. We're going to be speaking with a man in the sky who flies there quite often. In
1: uh, A man in the sky. A man in the sky. <laughs> we, we've got
0: the tales of a flight attendant that we're going to be chatting with somebody today and I'm very, very excited by that. We've also got one of the biggest tour companies in the world that you'd be pleasantly surprised to know that that comes from Switzerland, from a Swiss family, still family operated and owned. We're also speaking to Tourism Switzerland, which I'm very excited. That's so
1: exciting.
0: Switzerland is it's such a small little country, but it's got so much going on for it.
1: I just think cheese, chocolate, snow, mountains, Helga.
0: Yep. <laughs> what are you going to do there? No idea. Okay. Go on a train. They've got some of the best scenic train trips in the world. Longest tunnel in the world. That's the Goddard tunnel. That's cool. As a as a travel agent. Switzerland sometimes overlooked or just passed through, but there's so much to do in such a small, small space at all times of year. Now, going through whether you've been Italy or jumping in from, from Paris or down from Germany. crossing from Austria is a little bit harder because of the ups, but it is is still possible. Um another great option that I love to share with people is Flying Swiss Air, because from Australia, they don't fly to Switzerland. You can fly from Australia to anywhere in Asia with a company that they that they co share with, you know, Qantas or Cathay, uh, Malaysian, Singapore. You do a stopover you like, go from there direct to Switzerland. Now, coming home from Switzerland, you can leave from another, maybe Madrid, maybe down from Italy, maybe London or Helsinki. You can then fly Swiss Air, but you don't need to go back through Singapore. You can go back down through South Africa. Cool. You can go back across Vancouver. Nice. You can fly down through South America. My whole point is Switzerland can be the hub of what could be an amazing round-the-world trip. Yeah. Now, these fares are not round-the-world priced like you see a multi-stop based on stops and mileage. This is effectively return to Europe. All yeah. this is would be a flight into, into Zurich and home from Paris we're taking advantage of stops. Think Tokyo, San Francisco, Hawaii, Toronto, South Africa, all these other stops that, that it can't be created. So, you know, we, with a travel agent, they can definitely do it. So that's another option to include Switzerland and start or end or use it as a, as a transit, uh, flying Swiss. Another little, I'm going to bring another fun fact. <laughs>
1: another fun fact. fact. Another fun fact. He's just whipping them out of his yeah. pocket today. Yeah,
0: this is, uh, we all know Switzerland is famous for mountains and, Chocolate and cheese. Chocolate, yeah. But money, Swiss banks.
1: Ooh, everyone loves money.
0: <laughs> so this is this is a a, a very uh, interesting thing that I was told in my life as a flight attendant uh, by a captain on a couple of times on flights that I was working and operating on that we had underneath in the hold pallets. No, I wasn't told how many, but multiple. Pallets of cash.
1: That's just crazy. Multiple pallets of cash. So like They're probably in millions of dollars.
0: More than millions of dollars, I think. Yeah. Yeah, I think million, you know, we've all seen the movies. I think you can fit it in a duffel bag.
1: Yeah, true. Why?
0: Well, getting into the Swiss banks.
1: Yeah. It's just nuts.
0: Which I had. I had a Swiss bank.
1: You had a Swiss bank? I
0: probably got about 20 bucks in it. Yeah. Should go back and check that out yeah
1: might need that one day <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah and anyway so from here okay this is how we're getting to to Switzerland but if you if you wanted to to make it happen as a part of a around the world trip that you never knew that was possible that was a good price I didn't get to mention the price I'm talking two and a half thousand dollars sometimes less depending on the taxes and the stops you know for, for for economy you can get seven seven and a half a business it's pretty spectacular that's pretty good like t- to, to do that what we're finding uh when the business class is so expensive at the moment that around the world is actually working out cheaper but that's a whole nother chat where we're really going to talk about uh, about airfares and so forth but this is switzerland so so let us help you get away make switzerland part of your next trip
2: what's the best way to experience switzerland well coming up next we'll take you there to this gorgeous and fascinating landlocked country what to see do and eat it's
3: such a diverse country the, the, the cities the, the lakes the mountain regions etc so depending on where you are you, you find yourself in a very international environment and, and an international cuisine so it's really depend depends where you where you go where you end up
2: that's coming up next on the travel project
4: <whistles> nothing beats the feeling of travel the first step off the plane salt water on your skin sand beneath your toes, a drink in your hand, the list goes on. NIB wants you to enjoy the best parts of travel and help you through any unexpected bumps in the road, whether you're traveling up the coast or overseas. For travel insurance designed for today's travelers, go to nib.com.au travelwell NIB, travel insurance to help you on your way. Always read the PDS and TMD at nib.com.au/slash travel well to consider if this product is right for you. Insurance issued by Pacific International Insurance.
0: We've got here with us Livio from Tourism Switzerland, and he's going to give us an insight into what to see, what to do, what to eat, and and how to best experience Switzerland. So, Livio, welcome. Thanks for having me. Absolute pleasure. Thanks, Thanks for joining me. Livio, my first question. We, we, we chatted earlier all different parts of Switzerland. Where are you from?
3: I'm from the east, uh, very east of Switzerland, a place called Meinfeld. And uh, some people might know it from the Heidi story, the famous children's story. And that's actually where I'm from. I've got to ask though, was there anyone that you went to school with called Heidi? Um, I didn't actually, no. no, I didn't know anyone called Heidi when I was, when I uh, went to school, which is, which is a shame really, isn't it? It's <laughs> embarrassing. <laughs> you got to
0: expect, <laughs> come on, maybe surely there is. That's where Heidi comes <laughs> from. But I found the one thing that we don't really get to experience here, uh, in Australia is the Swiss rail system. I thought yes. it was the, it, you know, it's renowned around the world running like this, uh, a Swiss train and not many families really had a car.
3: Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. We um, I had my first car, I think, when I moved to Australia, Funny enough. So I've never had a car and never owned a car in Switzerland because it's so easy to get around by train and not to forget the buses, uh, which is a really great bus system. Uh, you can get around by cable car if you live in a remote area. So it's really, really up to uh, public transportation when you uh, travel around Switzerland, whether it's for work, whether it's for travel, for holiday. It's just the best way to get around, really.
0: As a tourist, if I was coming into Switzerland for... 10 days, two weeks, even a month, which we can spend in Switzerland. How best navigate the the train system? Do we just buy tickets point to point? Are there any passes that we can maybe tap into?
3: Yeah, There are uh, various different passes that you can uh, that you can purchase before your trip. Uh, we always recommend buying the Swiss Travel Pass, which is sort of a, a one ticket for all the public transportation in Switzerland. So you buy a pass which is valid for three or four, six, eight or up to 15 days and with this pass, you can jump on any train, any bus, any uh, boat, even. And then in, on the top of that, it gets you get your access to many different uh, attractions, such as museums or uh, mountain railways. So, really, this is the way uh, the way to do when you uh, yeah when you travel in Switzerland.
0: Easy. So we, we make our way around. We get the rail passes. That, that was the one thing. As you said, you didn't have a car. It took longer to drive places than catching the train to go. Exactly. exactly. Yeah, you don't want to go around the mountain; just go through in the tunnels. So. That's yeah, that's yeah. all. That's all Switzerland. I love that. What should, what should we try? What can we eat in Switzerland?
3: I mean, yeah, let's be honest. You know, at the end of the day, it comes down to cheese fondue. That's yeah. sort of probably what, what I, you know, tell everyone to have at least once when they're in Switzerland. So, a Swiss cheese fondue or a, or a raclette, of course, which is which is uh Something you have to do. I tried it. I tried to have a Swiss fondue fondue the other day here in in my home in Sydney, which didn't uh, work out quite well. But <laughs> <laughs> when you go to Switzerland, you you'll be rest assured you will have the best cheese, uh, the best uh, possible experience um, that you can have. But it, there's, there's you know at the end of the day, Swiss Switzerland is a very diverse country. So we must not forget it's it's such a diverse country with the the cities, the the lakes, the mountain regions, etc. So depending on where you are, you you find yourself in a very international environment and, and an international cuisine. So it really depend, depends where you where you go, where you end up. And then that's where you should try the local foods. But if it comes to an overall, you know, food experience is definitely down to cheese fondue.
0: <laughs> I would never forget. And I loved the smell of just, you know, hearing the, the cowbells in the distance that almost yep. in so many other cities, it can be drowned out by highways and, and, and cars, but in Switzerland, not many cars running around, you know, hearing the cowbells, the smell and, and and springtime was my favorite time personally of the year, but Switzerland has so many different, you know, it's got all the seasons, when would be the best time to to visit, in your, in your opinion?
3: So it's a, that's a very good question which I get all the time. And I, I have to say it, it's, it, I can't answer it because Switzerland is an all-year-round destination, right? So you can really travel any time of the year. I mean, when you look at the figures here at Switzerland Tourism, we have about 70% of people travel to Switzerland in summer, so in European summer. But it doesn't mean that we, you know, winter, I mean, we have, in winter we see the biggest growth. So we have more and more Australians traveling to Switzerland for winter, for skiing. Because we have a tremendous amount of of, of really high mountains where you have the snow security So You will find snow in winter where you can have the best winter experience ever. In summer, you can jump in any lake. You can even drink the water; it's so clean. And it's, it's. I can go on and on and on. You know, when I'm getting to it, it's, yeah. it's just uh, an exciting country where you can travel really all the time. And now autumn, autumn coming up. It's, it's just absolutely stunning with the colours, the leaves of the of the from the trees everywhere in the cities in the t- small towns we have. So you can't go wrong and um, by literally just travelling any time of the year, really.
0: I have as well, you know had a chat with many many clients you know passing through and switzerland is sometimes seen as, as a pass-through destination which in my opinion it shouldn't be there's so much to see but let's face it we're all limited with times in, in, in some sense so four or five day pass through what are some of the one two or even three locations or cities that that you would recommend if if we were time poor but wanted to experience switzerland
3: yeah, well, definitely, probably, you know, you're probably going to arrive, let's say, at one of the major airports, let's say Zurich Airport. So that's sort of the biggest airport we have, internationally connected really well with, uh, you know, Middle East, uh, Doha via Singapore, for for Australians. Uh, got from Zurich, I'll definitely spend some time in one of the cities, like I said, one of these small boutiquey towns like Zurich. Uh, have a walk in the cobblestone old town, which is which is car free. You know, ex- experience the the really the traditions and the, the beauty of our old towns. And then, uh, let's say if you've another day or two, I would definitely jump on one of the uh, one of our mountains. And one highlight I would say is the uh, Jungfraujoch. So that's uh, probably one of the top experiences we have in Switzerland. Easily reachable by train, obviously, and uh, you can even use the train all the way to the top. So it's it's the highest uh, train station in Europe. So it's about three and a half thousand meters above sea level. The train climbs itself up the mountain. Uh, going up to the very top. And from there, you have just the most tremendous view over the, uh, on, on one side, you can see the electric Glacier, and the other side, you can see all the way to Bern, even like all the way to Germany if, if the weather is nice. So that's probably one of the top experiences uh, in Jungfraujoch. And there's much, much more, like I was mentioning before, I was mentioning the lakes. Um, so i spent some time by one of the uh, beautiful lakes we have in Switzerland. But it's all, again, if you if you have the Swiss travel pass, you know, in three days, you can do all of that easily. So you can spend some time in the cities, you know, uh, have a nice stroll around one of the lakes and then end up on some mountain to watch the, the sunset at the end of the day.
0: Amazing. I love that. And some of my memories were uh, just sitting down on a mountain. Um, I know the is is not as easy to find, but I do remember... Uh, a couple of times, <laughs> yeah. finding the you know sitting around the Edelweiss in Switzerland, yeah. Um, yeah. sitting down by the lakes as well in summer was some of some of my best memories. And like you said, drinking the water—it's dead set. It is so amazing to swim. We're so used to just salt water here, but but have a drink yeah, exactly. and, and, and continue on your way. The the pontoons that popped out to swim on, and it's it's such a beautiful a beautiful place. Um, yeah. there, there is so so much to do and and so many places to stay, though. Is there anything or any location or hotel or experience that you would say, if, again, maybe money was no object, to experience to do whilst in Switzerland?
3: Uh, There's one project which I uh, personally like when you say money is no object. Um, There's a new uh, kind of a new hotel called the Burgenstock in the uh, central Switzerland area, just outside Lucerne. Uh, it used to be there for many many years, and they've just refurbished it a couple of years ago. And now consists of, I think, three or four hotels. One of them, the five-star hotel, sort of the, the flagship hotel. And from there, uh, just Google it. It's the, the Burgenstock Selection. It's called, and uh, yeah, it's, it can it can be. Bergenstock
0: it, sorry? So,
3: so the Bergenstock Selection. That's, that's right, yes, Bergenstock Selection. And uh, when I went there, when they just opened, you basically get there via Lucerne, so the city of Lucerne. And from there, you have a shuttle boat bringing you to Kersiton, just across the lake to the other side. And it's a bit like in a James Bond movie. You get uh, off, off the shuttle into like a little, uh, a little railway, like a cogwheel train, bringing you up the mountain and ending up inside the hotel so it's just um, an an absolutely stunning experience and then from there you've you've got the the, the massive lobby you have the hotels there's a, one of the biggest hotels bars i think in Switzerland and, and uh, yeah that's probably one of the top spots i would uh, i would stay if i if i could afford it <laughs> but it's just a stunning an unbelievable nice place and you can also even, even if you don't stay there you know it's it's just for a day excursion if you stay in let's say in lucerne and you want to have a, a nice day out, just hop on hop on that shuttle bus into that hotel, walk around the lobby, and then there's uh, lots of little um, you know, hikes and walks and mountain restaurants in the area as well. So it's just a beautiful day out as well. Amazing.
0: We'll put the link in our bio so everyone can can take a look and maybe yeah. dream or maybe maybe make it happen. Now you you did Absolutely. mention one one more thing to say. Um, you mentioned James Bondesque and and I don't know if I was spun a story by the Swiss when I was living there, but whilst I've got you, I think now's a great opportunity to ask you. Um, I do know all all, all the Swiss uh, at a certain age do go into the military. However, we we, we know, you know, Switzerland is is iconically known as, as being neutral. Um, yeah. Is it true that the military uh, has bunkers in all in the mountains where all the military equipment is stored? In yeah, not... not- <laughs> like yeah, yeah, exactly. on, I'm picturing the mountains that open up. Was I spun a story from my friends in Switzerland or is this maybe something that something you could say actually exists?
3: I mean let uh I am not sure if all the mountains are oh, like yeah. but it is true there's many, many mountains have been uh, have been uh, prepared back in the day, you know, for bunkers and for shelters um in case of, of a potential invasion or whatever. But um and nowadays, by the way, you speaking of tourism, <laughs> uh, many of these can be can be uh can be seen. So you can book tours, guide the tours and, and have a look at them. So it's quite uh, quite remarkable how they have, back in the day, how they have created this, you know, this this uh, massive um, project. But it's true. It's a. am not sure about the equipment, to be honest. I wouldn't yeah. know. But uh, it's, a, <laughs> it's definitely a, a fact, a true fact, yeah, that the Martins have we go. Uh, played a role. That's right. <laughs>
0: I love that. And, that. and that's that's why I love I love travel so much, you know, going just learning and picking up little facts or little tidbits and actually to have it even validated by yourself. I think now everyone listening knows that Switzerland has a little bit of James Bond-esque, which we all kind of thought, surely you do. Yeah. Yes.
3: Did you know that we... we the James Bond Mountain. We have do you know the Schilthorn Mountain? Have you been, have you had the chance to visit that no, when I'm you not. went to Switzerland? No, it's, it's in the Jungfrau region as well, and it's basically on the other side. So it's basically the mountain, the, the, the mountain where James Bond's uh, 007 was filmed at Her Majesty's Secret Service. If you maybe remember the scene where the uh, the, the mountain, um, I think it was a hotel or like a, a house which exploded at the end of the movie. That was that was filmed on Mount Schilthorn. That was it. It's a very, very popular um, tourism. Um, experience and from there you can you can see to the other side to see the Jungfrau mountain the actual mountain the Mönke and the Jungfrau and it's just one of the top experiences I would say as well they've even got like a James Bond museum up there and a James Bond uh, burger that you can eat so it's (laughs) really all about 7 when you you go to the shelter. that's right just do yeah google that as well maybe
0: (laughs) so you've got everything you've got people that want to do it in style you're going to appeal to the film buff you're going to appeal to the (laughs) adventure uh seekers the, the the foodies uh, and then everyone just wanting to kind of experience something that that we just definitely don't have anything like it here in Australia. So I'm I'm, I'm so excited. Um, I've been back a, a few times since since having my year away, and I just can't wait to go back show my family. You know, a, a place that, that really means something to me. But I love for for the listeners uh, if they're they're thinking to to plan a trip to Switzerland, do it. Make absolutely.
3: Sense. Please check out the uh, the website because it's it's really good content. Hub as well for uh, for um, you know helping you with the planning, which is myswitzerland.com, where we can pop the link into the, the 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 frame or something later. But it's it's a really good content hub which gives you all the information I just mentioned, uh, even more, um, and just it's a really good good planning tool for uh, for your next holiday or your next trip to Switzerland.
0: Amazing! Look forward to it. All right, Livio, thank you for joining me. Thank you for sharing everything, Switzerland. That's been an absolute pleasure to have you.
3: All Thanks right. for having me, Matt. No pleasure. worries. We'll see you soon.
2: Yeah. See you soon. Bye-bye. Who's the best airline in the world? We'll find out next on The Travel Project.
4: From a week in Bali to a month in Europe, NIB Travel Insurance can offer cover for your overseas adventures.
0: Who is the best airline in the world? That's the question I get asked a lot of the time. Who is the best airline to fly to Europe with, to the States with? Well, the Oscars of the airline travel awards has just been announced in London at the Langham on the 23rd of September. It's the SkyTrax World Top 100 Airlines and we've got the top 10 that I kind of wanted to run through now. Now, at number 10, couldn't be any perfect after our chat about Switzerland today was Swiss International Airlines. They're the guys that do the best round the world's multi-stop flying up via Asia, down by Africa as I mentioned earlier. So, so good to see them at number 10. Number nine, Korean Air. And i uh, been asked many times by, by many, many people, uh, what are they like? But yeah, cementing and constantly really up there in, in the top 20, we see Korean Air. They will be flying out of Sydney currently. In the past, they were also servicing Brisbane. So we expect that to come back in the near future. Number eight, the eighth best airline was Air France. Again, an airline like the seventh airline, Turkish Airlines. They both don't fly into Australia. However, we can construct and get fares to include Turkish and Air France. More than likely, you'll be flying up via Singapore or Malaysia with one of the uh, the Australian carriers to get you there and then continue on with these airlines. We can do some really cool stuff with them. Number six, they do fly from Melbourne and it's very, very exciting to have them back and operating and they're going to be a capacity now that Japan is open. Japan Airlines taking out number six. They fly daily from Melbourne and from Sydney. They service Narita and Haneda Airport in Tokyo. And Japan is about to boom. But as they've only just opened, what an opportunity to lock in your ski trip for January. Because so many people held off not knowing if they'll be open in time. So the availability in October is 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 there. You know, two, three, three months out, you can still make it happen. Number five, the fifth best airline in the world, and for some, maybe a surprise with some of the media they've had recently, but Qantas Airlines, cementing their their space in the top 10. So it's great to see an Aussie carrier in there. Qantas have, whilst they've been in the news about baggage and delays and cancelled flights and so forth, we've got to remember the growth and the trajectory that they're heading on. And so having just announced and flown, it is seasonal, but Perth to Rome was a, a great option for them. And also Melbourne across to Dallas is another another new option getting into the States and then onwards avoiding LA and, and uh, San Fran. Number four, again, like number nine, Korea needs this, uh, an airline that not many people do know of and, and, and constantly ask what do they like, but the reviews that have been amazing. ANA, all Nippon Airlines have taken out the fourth best airline in the world and they fly from Sydney into Tokyo and then onwards from there. Now, very, very exciting. We're coming up into our top three. And these guys, some of the biggest airlines in the world are constantly battling out for number one. So for 2022, the Skytrax awarded the third best airline in the world, Emirates. Emirates have, have come in strong in the, in the last 12 months with the release of premium economy, which has been long, long awaited. The, the Middle Eastern carriers have, have not offered uh, premium economy in the past. I'm talking Qatar, Etihad, and, uh, and Emirates. And uh, constantly asked, do they? why do they offer premium economy? It, it would sell out, and they have. They've just launched it. It will be operating on flights from Melbourne on the evening 10 p.m. flight from uh, early to mid next year. But currently, it does fly from Sydney via Dubai and services Paris and London. So we can get some some great fares. Premium economy with Emirates. Number two, the airline that's taken out the second best airline in the world is Singapore Airlines. And very recently I, I've flown Singapore Airlines and very, very impressed. Singapore are an airline that are consistent. They're always going to be offering the good service the on time. You, you know what you're going to get with Singapore. So they have been sitting at two for a while and threes and fours and, and haven't really cracked and haven't knocked the, the, the top one off the top. The guys that constantly have... Cemented themselves as as the top airline in the world for many many years. Even in the last decade, I think they've they've probably had about seventy percent of number one spots. So Qatar Airways, the number one best airline in the world, best business class service and seats in the world as well. So I'm very 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 excited that I will be experiencing this uh, best business class in the world, the Qatar Q Suite, which is very much looks like a first class suite. You can shut the door. It's a first class seat and service in a business class cabin. So I will be taking you on the journey. We will be podcasting as I experience the Qatar Airways seat and and, uh, I can really start sharing some amazing deals that Qatar have so you can too experience it for yourself. So there you have it. They're the top 10 airlines as we speak for 2022. It is annually. We will see again a similar time in 2023. It's around about September that they that they announce the, the winners for, for that year. But let's let's focus on these top 10. These are the airlines you want to be flying with if you wanted to have five-star service, consistency, and getting your, your bang worth for your buck.
2: From
4: a week in Bali to a month in Europe, NIB Travel Insurance can offer cover for your overseas adventures. Picture this.
1: You're in a Swiss villa. You walk down a few steps and into an infinity pool where the water is about 34 degrees all year round. And you look up and there's, it's just panoramic views of the Swiss Alps. Now tell me that's not heaven.
0: Yeah. Okay. That, that sounds pretty much like heaven.
1: So this is Hotel Villa Honegg. It's uh it's about an hour on the train from Zurich and it's a Boutique hotel in the heart of Switzerland. So it's only got 23 rooms. So when you're looking at relaxation and privacy, this is the hotel for it. It's, it's yeah, that's ch- not
0: many rooms for like a hotel. You you some you know you come to expect with 250 300.
1: There may be a chance you can still access the spa if you're not a guest of the hotel. What you have to do is just jump on their website a few days before you're traveling that way. You can check and see if you can get like a, a spa pass.
0: To be honest, it's it's not at a price point for everybody no, in, in Switzerland. It's, so it's great that you found right. that we could still all experience, possibly.
1: Possibly. Experience. It is based on hotel occupancy first, obviously. Mm-hmm. You know, when you've got such a private hotel like this one, uh, you want to... Limit it to your guests, but if the hotel isn't booked out, they allow people to have a spa pass for the day, which is so cool because I know it's on my bucket list.
0: Yeah, I love that, and it makes sense. So I just jumped on at the calendar. If I was in Switzerland today and I wanted to see how realistic it would be to secure yourself admission, and for the next week we can see. Well, t- okay, today's booked out, but there's there's two spaces tomorrow.
1: Which is so cool.
0: There's there's only one the next day. It, it seems to be it's only going to be a couple experience. So yes, um, I don't see any more than than two at a, at a time. Uh, and there's three three chances, so you can get in the morning, lunchtime, or evening. I think evening it would be amazing oh, with these views.
1: It'd be magical. You just picture the mountains with the the snow on top. Oh heaven! Love Absolute it. heaven. All Hotel right. Villa Honeg.
2: The Travel Project, thanks to NIB. Hope you're enjoying Switzerland with Matt and Katie Coyle. Next, one of the biggest tour companies in the world, based in Switzerland and still family owned.
5: Well, the Globus family of brands are a well-established company. We've been around for 94 years. We were owned by two Swiss families, uh, the Albecks and the Montegatzes, who still own the company to this day.
2: Find out more next on The Travel Project.
4: Nothing beats the feeling of travel. The first step off the plane, salt water on your skin, sand beneath your toes, a drink in your hand, the list goes on. NIB wants you to enjoy the best parts of travel and help you through any unexpected bumps in the road, whether you're travelling up the coast or overseas. For travel insurance designed for today's travellers, go to nib.com.au slash travel well. NIB, travel insurance to help you on your way. Always read the PDS and TMD at niv.com.au slash travel well to consider if this product is right for you. Insurance issued by Pacific International Insurance.
0: For my next guest, I have here the Head of Sales for the Globus family of brands. And we would like to hear a little bit more about the Globus family and, and what that means and the link with Switzerland. So I'd like to introduce Peter Douglas. Peter, welcome to The Travel Project.
5: Hey, Matt, how are you? Hi, Thank you good. for having me.
0: Thank you for joining us. Thank you for joining us specifically for the for the Switzerland showcase episode that, that we're having today. Who are the Globus family of brands?
5: Well, the Globus family of brands are a well-established company. We've been around for 94 years. Um, so that's a, that's a long time. Yeah, we we in began trouble. in Switzerland. We were owned by two Swiss families. Uh, the Albecks and the Montegatzes, who still own the company to this day. We have distribution all over the world. We're selling in America, we're selling in the, in, in Europe, Asia, South America. We we truly are a global company. Yeah, we've been doing this a long time, so we've learned a little bit about how to, to take care of customers and how to you know get the best experience out of a holiday.
0: And 94 years, surely you've done it right. So starting off in Switzerland, if there's going to be a tour of Switzerland done by a Swiss Two Swiss family-owned companies. It's going to be a good tour. So I'd love you to kind of chat with one of the, the the brands and an itinerary that perhaps we could send somebody away on.
5: We've got some. We've got a range of itineraries, um, and you know, through our Globus Coach brand and our Cosmos Coach brand, the one that really stands out to me and one that I love is one of our Cosmos itineraries. It's basically Switzerland by rail. It's a nine-day trip. And it's called Scenic Switzerland by train, and some of the places that you go to, Matt, are just amazing. You 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 start from Zurich, head down to the the beautiful Lucerne, which I've spent many, many a time in Lucerne in my earlier backpacking years. And it's, I think we can agree, it's one of the most beautiful little cities in the world. Do you think so, Matt?
0: That was about 30 minutes from where I, where I was living in my exchange year in Zug. And I, I constantly found my way down in Lucerne and so many itineraries. You can't go to Switzerland without without going there. So that was your base for, Day. for your backpacking days.
5: That's yeah, It really was. Yeah, it was fantastic. And, you know, we we're quite lucky. The guy I was traveling with, he, he had a Swiss girlfriend at the time so we were able to go back to Lucerne very often to recharge uh, get some decent food and the great thing was that their mum's name was actually Heidi.
0: No way we've been (laughs) looking for Heidi. Livio we found Heidi okay
5: so she's in Lucerne
0: dead set Heidi. She is.
5: Yes, she is, and she's a fantastic cook, and she looked after these poor Australian backpackers for many times.
0: What a base to have. Okay, so you've done it. You, you've, you've done it well. So let's go back to the Cosmos Tour. We're starting in Zurich. We're going down to to Lucerne.
5: Yep. Where do we go next? Um, and then, well, because this is all by rail, um, this trip, and then we go through Interlaken. Um, which, you know, is just beautiful. The scenery in Interlaken is absolutely breathtaking. And then we work our way down to Lausanne, um, which is is right on the French border. So it's a French speaking part of, of Switzerland. Yes, and, um, note, I and think
0: then... many many people have probably gone to the wrong Lucerne and Lausanne, the French and the German part. <laughs> <laughs> I remember hearing some horror yes. stories. Yes, there is a difference. Uh,
5: There is Lutzen and Lausanne. Yes. So, yeah, and uh, so, I mean, and that's just a a beautiful part of the world, you know, through Montreux. And then we make our way across to the Zamat area and then head up into the mountains. And if you've ever been up into the mountains, um, which I was lucky enough to do some skiing up there uh, a few times as well. Ah, uh, it's just breathtaking, you know. Looking at um, some map, uh, travelling by rail, uh, it's just it's just one of the the truly uh, great trips that you can do.
0: How how long does this itinerary go for?
5: It's nine days in all. It's it's not a it's not a long one. It's sort of in the middle. We often find that people want to extend before and after because usually when people are going to Europe, um, they are going to do something else in combination with with what they're doing, whether it's a tour, whether it's car whether it's a river cruise. Which I'm sure we'll talk about that too, and then yeah, I mean we end up going to to, to St. Moritz as well uh, for a couple of nights after the Zamat area, and then find our way back in um, back in Zurich. So we've got a, a brilliant itinerary. Uh, part of the Globus family of brands is the is Avalon Waterways, and Avalon Waterways is a is a luxury uh, river cruise company, and we actually have a. a beautiful itinerary that fits in so well with this where you travel from basel uh in the north of switzerland up to amsterdam or you can do it in reverse from amsterdam down to 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 basel Uh, so river cruising uh, i I believe you might have done one before too matt is that correct
0: do you know what i haven't yet but i'm about to so that's coming up in a new in a new episode to come I'll be cruising the Christmas market. It's going to be my first experience after so many years. So I'm going to be sharing my, my, my thoughts leading up to it and what it's like on board. But that's another story. We will come back to That, that. is another story. That is another <laughs> story. Um, under the Globus family of brands, we've got this, we've got River Cruise, Avalon. Yes. Where we can yes. come, come in and out of Switzerland. So we can enter Switzerland by the waterways from Amsterdam, or, or again, head out and end the trip on the river cruise. We've got Cosmos. Mm-hmm. We will just touch briefly again on the on, on this nine day itinerary. What are we looking for? The cost and inclusions for something like
5: this with Cosmos. Uh, it's actually a really well priced tour. Uh, this one comes in around the three thousand seven hundred dollar mark. Great value when you're getting all your breakfasts included. Um, you're getting you're getting uh, three dinners are also included in this as well. None of the lunches are. That's actually on purpose. We feel that some people like to be a little bit more independent and go off and do their own thing uh, for lunchtime. So when you're stopping in somewhere like Zamat, you can go off and experience some some local restaurants. And that way, we haven't built it into the cost of the tour. Uh, we can make it you know, a lot more affordable uh, and people can do their own thing. With Cosmos, there's more free time. Um, so you can go off and explore what you want to do rather than having lots and lots of inclusions, which you feel obliged to, to do.
0: Now, when I first started traveling, I, I I did a lot of just by myself, and I'm st- and I've done a few of these tours in the last uh, ten years or so, and I can say I absolutely love them. I didn't know if I would to go with a tour leader that is just not only so passionate, but they can share experiences or locations or hidden bars or, or you know opportunities and that you just wouldn't be able to do by yourself. There's so many cities that I think that are just got off at the main central station and walked around that I think, wow, going with having a tour leader and to kind of give me these tips and tricks, they know the, the ins and outs. So it is an amazing way of doing it. It, it, You've also got obviously Globus, Globus family of brands. So a little bit more inclusive than Cosmos.
5: They are. And they're, they're slightly, uh, they're priced higher. Um, but there are more inclusions. The hotels tend to be a a higher standard too with Globus, so it's our premium coach touring brand. Uh, You will get more lunches included. You will get more dinners included. Um, There'll be more sightseeing that's included, Um, and if that's that's what you want, that's great because it's all packaged up for you before you go. Um, you're paying that price, most of what you're going to be spending is done. And I'd, I'd just like to echo your comment about the tour director. That is the key to a successful tour. Um, they take all the hassle out of traveling. Um, you know, it's it's a little bit harder to travel these days. And the tour director, they speak the local language. Um, they know the the current restrictions and rules about travel they really they're they're on call 24 hours a day and you know going back to the backpacking days I was exactly like you I'd get off the train station in the main Bahnhof walk around and and sort of find the the nearest youth hostel I probably missed everything in between because I didn't have the tour director telling me what uh, you know what amazing thing that I should be looking at
0: and you guys own the Swiss touring market
5: yeah it's, it's high quality you always know that when the Swiss are running it it's going to be on time um, it's going to be precision and it's going to be high quality. But I have to say, Matt, I still have my Swiss Army knife from back in the backpacking days. Works beautifully still. That's a long time ago. Still working beautifully. Cutting the cheese.
0: Peter, thank you so much for for joining me today and, and talking all things Globus.
5: Uh, real pleasure to be on and, and I'd love talking about Switzerland anytime.
0: Oh, that's amazing. All right, well, we'll be chatting again soon.
5: Okay, thank you
0: when heading off on holidays there's one thing travelers should consider and it has nothing to do with your in-flight entertainment it's arranging a travel insurance policy to protect against the unexpected as someone who's traveled to 61 countries i want to know that if things go pear-shaped whether it's injury sickness cancelled flight stolen luggage or even COVID, i have cover available that's why NIB travel insurance offers a range of plans for both domestic and overseas travel they understand it's your holiday So they make the whole travel insurance thing easy, from buying it through making a claim. NIB, travel insurance to help you on your way. This man has been flying as an international flight attendant for nearly 15 years. Now you can imagine the amount of uh, flights, takeoffs and landings and destinations that he has been to. So I'd like to welcome to the show, to the Travel Project Podcast, Guillaume. Welcome Guillaume.
6: Hey, Matty. How
0: are you? Thank you for having me. All right. 15 years of flying. You've been everywhere. You've been to Switzerland. You've been to Zurich. Am I right?
6: Yes. I've been to Zurich many times. I'm very lucky to be there.
0: When you go to Zurich, how long do you stay for? Uh, Usually 24 hours.
6: It could be 24 hours or 48, depending on on the the schedule.
0: Give me the best way to spend 24 hours in Zurich.
6: Well, first of all, there is so many places to visit, uh, like day trips from Zurich. Um, one of the most beautiful places, I guess it would be Grindelwald. Grindelwald is like a, like a small town in the mountains that you can visit. Um, you can get there by, by car or by train. You can book a tour. You can go to the Swiss Alps from there, not too far. Uh, Interlaken, Interlaken is an amazing, beautiful place. Man, Switzerland in general is full of places. It's full of places that are amazing. They're like postcards.
0: Did you find even, um, you know, going down, we, we've already chatted about longer trips, but you could even do this in a day. So you've been in Zurich for 24 hours and you've made your way down in Lark and spent the day and then gone back to your hotel in the evening.
6: Yeah, definitely. The, the, the transport in Switzerland is very efficient. It's a bit complicated to get to understand it first, but then when you get the hands on it, it's really, really easy and it's very efficient, very on time all the time. You can mm. do a, a day trip to Liechtenstein or you can do a day trip to Lucerne. Um, and go back to Zurich in one day. There is so many places. There is like forests around that area. There is lakes. It's, it's an area full of lakes and mountains. So the landscapes are endless.
0: Amazing. So we've been talking about spending a lot of time in Switzerland, but the reality is not everyone has a lot of time. But twenty four hours, you can <clears> see <throat> some of the sites that we've already talked about, and then get back, snug in your bed that day. Love that. Yeah, you're a superstar. Keep flying. Thank you for joining us on the Travel Project Podcast, but we will definitely be having you back very soon.
6: Thank you, Miley. Thank you. It's been really nice talking to you Uh, anytime. Please just let
0: me know. And there you have it. Whether you've only got 24 hours on a transit in Switzerland, or you've got an opportunity to go back to see for the very first time, the European Alps in the heart of them all. Make Switzerland part of your next journey. Thank you so much for joining us here on the Travel Project Podcast. If you would like, To plan a trip in the coming future please reach out to us at melbourntravelproject.com.au with a combined 64 years experience our travel advisors know their stuff they know how to make the most and get the most out of your your next itinerary so you can find us at melbourntravelproject.com.au and again thanks for listening
6: and thanks to nib travel insurance to help you on your way